back from Emerald City Comic Con, and you know we brought Gem Mint to the studio. Another week, another list, another convention, and we're broadcasting live from somewhere on Spaceship Earth. Hit the like button, slap that subscribe button. We got this Invincible Omni-Man giveaway we're doing at 55,000 subscribers. And you know we're here every single week for the comic fam talking about the comic books defining this generation of collectors. Let's get into it. The hottest comic books in the cosmos. That's right. We're going to start at number 10, a repeat offender, Amazing Spider-Man, issue five, the first meeting of Spider-Man and Dr. Doom. Their first battle. We also have a 12-month average on multiple grades that are on an uptick, the 2.0, hitting $1,000 this past week is 18% higher than its 12-month average. The 3.0, hitting $1,200 this past week, is 4% higher than that 12-month. Then we got the 4.5, which averages $1,619. This most recent sale puts it up 2%, selling for $1,659. Collectors are scooping up big first meetings and first battles of things we may see in the MCU. Now, Jim, take a look at this 9.6, because back in 2021, it sold for $33,600. That is the highest graded recorded sale for this comic book hot damn. Yeah, looking back, it's easy to see that 2021 was the comic boom $15,000 sale in April of 2022. We know Doctor Doom is coming. We know Spider-Man's in the MCU. We know that these meetings may happen. What do you think about this steep drop? I think the optimism of Doctor Doom has shown up in so many other key comics that members have focused in on, started investing in. I'm thinking someone got a steal of a deal. And if you want to keep up with us, the rapidly moving marketplace. Make sure to download Key Collector Comics. Use code TOM101 to support this show, but get access to a wealth of knowledge, collectible data, and catalog your comic books and so much more at the list at number nine, New Mutants 98, debuting in 1991, the first appearance of Deadpool. And we have a slew of grades seeing sales higher than their 12-month average. The book started to spike again closer to San Diego Comic-Con when we thought we would get a Hall H announcement. That didn't come, but D23 is on the way, so collectors are trying to get those new Mutant 98s before the Deadpool 3 official announcement. What do you think? If we get the news from D23 that anything's in production, I imagine this book goes up, but if it's absent, if we don't hear anything, I think it may turn into a buyer's market for this book. Definitely, which is still good because we know Deadpool 3 is coming. We just haven't had any kind of trailers or announcements. A CGC 8.0 sold for $375, 1% above its 12-month average. Same thing with the 8.5, 1% up, selling for $370 this past week. A 9.0, 8% up, selling for $450. A 9.2 sold for 475, 3% above the average. And we have a CGC 9.4 that hit 539, 5% above its 12 month average. Now, this next book has some strong numbers, and we got to talk about a 9.8 that has seen some crazy ups and downs. And I'm excited to hear what the community thinks about this book. Iron Man, number one, debuting in 1968, the first ongoing title series featuring Iron Man, Tony Stark, an origin of the character coming in strong at number eight this book saw crazy spikes in the comic boom of 2021 probably because toss 39 became unobtainable for many 
we do have the Ironheart, the Riri Williams stuff happening. Not sure if that's playing a factor, but a lot of strong sales. A 5.0 sold for 679, 2% above its 12 month average. Then we got a 6.0 hitting 950, that's 10% above its 12 month average. And a 6.5 has been selling for under a K all year long, has officially broken a K again, an increase of 16% over its 12 month selling for 11 Honda. And look, these aren't breaking records, but the renewed interest showing strong sales, especially in the 8.0, selling for $1,612, putting it 33% above its 12-month average. Its 12-month average was trending closer to $1,200. What's going on with this book? I got to hear what the community thinks in the comment section below. And I got to tell you about some 9.8 sales data on this comic because it's fascinating. We got to start with the CGC 9.8 that sold on November 18th, 2021. White pager, beautiful wrap, selling for $52,800. I'm going to keep the picture on the screen because you have to see this glorious looking comic book because the very next day, November 19th, a 9.8 old label. And we're talking something that's off white to white pages, not as vibrant. The wrap wasn't as nice. But it was a 9.8 nonetheless sold for $26,400. That is a steep decrease in one day. Could it have been the change of the marketplace? Nah, because the buyers would have known that this book was coming the very next day. They chose to invest in the nicer looking copy. Yeah, it looks like it sold for less than half. But like Tom said, it was just one day later. Those types of collectors are looking at more than just the grade on the CGC label. The white pages, the wrap, the alignment, the vibrancy all matters. And it makes sense when you look at the CGC 9.8 that sold in June of 2022, selling for 28800 similar to that $26,000 sale that we mentioned. When assessing the price, the grade of this comic book, comparing a $52,000 sale to a recent $28,000 sale, many members would probably believe that the book is on a decline. However, I think it's selling for more money than the $26,000 sale, albeit white pager, this is such a worse looking book than the initial $52,000 sale that there's no comparison of the two. Not as nice of a copy as that $50,000 book. It did look nicer than the $26,000 book, and it went for a couple of dollars more. Moving on to number seven, we have Uncanny X-Men 131. This is the Dark Phoenix Saga Part 3. It's where Jean Grey becomes the Black Queen of the Hellfire Club. Possibly my favorite mutant of all time, Kitty Pride, makes her third appearance in this comic. It's the first cover appearance of the White Queen, Emma Frost, and the second appearance of the Dazzler. We've got some high-performing sales, starting with the CGC 8.5, selling for $103, 14% above its $90 average. The 9.0 hit $160 this past week. That's 27% above its 12-month. And then we have a 9.8 sale, selling for $1,930. This book was trending closer to $1,500 all year. That's an increase of 21%. To give some perspective to the comic fam, the record... The height that this book has reached at a 9.8 was back in 2020, prior to the big comic boom. Really, that took off closer to mid-2021. We had a height reach of $3,000. So still about $1,000 shy from its height in 2020. But check it out. This year, it's seen lows as low as $1,140 for a CGC 9.8 white pager. That's why it's important to be tracking 12-month averages because it hitting $2,000 again in under 12 months means members are investing in this book for some reason. Why do you think that is? 
There could be a number of reasons. It could be the fact that mutants are now in the MCU, and we probably are going to get Jean Grey. Now at the list at number six, Daredevil number one, Matt Murdock, Foggy Nelson, Karen Page's first appearance, debuting in 1964. Chilling with you, Gem, over this past week, I've been reminiscing about prior years that we've covered this list, and one of the very first giant record breakers was this very book, a 9.8 in March 2021, hitting $250,000. Hot damn. That was one that we called, but I don't want to take too much credit. It was so obvious the book was undervalued. We did a lot of videos around that time comparing it to other blue chip Marvel keys. And now they put some respect on Daredevil's name. He's in the MCU. He's got a show coming, 18 episodes, and we have some high performing sales. A .5 sold for $1,600. That's 14% above its 12-month average. The 1.5 hit $2,439. That's 3% over its 12-month. And that's a pretty pricey book for a low-grade copy. It shows that members are feeling that Daredevil's a safe bet. Almost $2,500 for a 1.5, and even a 1.8 made the list, selling for $2,659, which is 9% above its 12-month average. Rewinding it back to what I was talking about, analyzing that sales data, we got to talk about the 9.6 white pager of 2021. That hit $150,000. But wait, in June 2022, this very year, a 9.6 hit 96000 Does that mean that the book dropped immensely? We do keep calling 2021 the comic boom, but that 9.6 that sold for 150 k was a white pager, and this one is off-white. Ooh, it shows that collectors' interest and taste in that page quality is becoming more and more important by the week. At the list at number five, Amazing Spider-Man 31. Showing some love for Gwen Stacy. This book keeps popping up on people's radar. Is it Harry Osborne's first appearance that's got people all psyched about it? I'm not sure, but this book keeps going up. I happen to have bought in one last week. I just had a good feeling about it, and I think other members are starting to feel the same way. You mentioned Gwen Stacy and Harry Osborn, but we forgot to mention Professor Miles Warren, the Jackal. A lot of Ben Riley stuff happening into the Spider-Verse 2 spec. It could be Ben Riley, It could be the Clone Saga. It could be Spider-Gwen. Either way, we have a CGC 1.5 to report on. It sold for $250 last week. It's up 25%, selling for $315. That's right, we have a record-breaking sale. A 2.0 hit 264 just this past June. Book has cleared 300 bucks, an increase of 23% selling for 325. And check this out. The CGC 8.5 had its second all-time high record sale, selling for 3200. And keep in mind, the all-time high record was in the comic boom of last year in 3300, just $100 more. And that's essentially the same price. We had a 9.8 hit the market back in 2021, selling for $96,000. Since then, there's only been a couple sales above a 9.4. Matter of fact, 9.4 and above, a book in that grade, this type of key, only comes up once a year typically. And it's because of the low census count. There are only three 9.8s recorded on the CGC census and 18 9.6s. Definitely some low numbers on the census. Moving on to number four on the list, we have Avengers 85 debuting in 1971, the first appearance of the Squadron Supreme. Oh, you mean the JLA of the Marvel Universe? Well, we have an increase of copies sold of 367% for a book that has high average sales of above $350. It's quite pricey, and there's no announcements. There's no new news. In fact, there's only rumors that the Squadron Supreme may make their first Marvel cinematic appearance in Loki season two. But even key collector, 
checked with their sources to get zero validation that this rumor is correct. Yeah, so we can't confirm that they will be in Loki Season 2, but collectors are putting their money down on this first appearance of a team that has not been utilized yet. We have a CGC 8.5. It sold for $375, which surpassed the $366 average. Then we have a 9.2 selling for the second highest it has ever done, hitting $800, an increase of 14% over its 12-month average. Then we have a record-breaking 9.8. Now, this book in a 9.8 hasn't come to market since 2013, so of course we have a record breaker. Back then, it sold for $860. Flash forward 2022, a 528% increase, selling for $5,400. Hot damn. Those are some gains. And considering that we haven't seen this book in almost a decade being sold publicly on the internet... I think the rumors, it's a bit too coincidental that it would just pop out right now in the marketplace. Spec with caution. And at the list of number three, we have Incredible Hulk number six, debuting in 1963. This right here is that final issue before Hulk as a run would get canceled and then brought back into other ongoing comic books. Yeah, this is one of those books that collectors who obtain an Incredible Hulk issue one typically go for and try to get that first six issue series. I don't think the first appearance of Teen Brigade is really pushing this book. Uh, Probably just the fact that it's one of those Marvel, I don't want to call it blue chip keys, but early Silver Age issues that collectors want to collect. A CGC 5.0 sold for $1,200 back in December of last year. We've got a record breaker, 25% increase, selling for $1,500. We have the debut of She-Hulk. We're hearing rumors of World War Hulk. Clearly, there's a lot of Hulk projects in development. A 5.5 hit 1700 back in April. We got another record breaker, an increase of 6%, selling for 1800 for the first time in comic history. But that's not all. The CGC 6.0 also broke records, selling for $1,895 back in November, up just 4%, but still selling for $1,975. If you enjoy what we do, hit the link in the description. Give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. And, Jim, what do you think about our Invincible 1 John Boy Myers cover? Going in one per box, variants going out at random. Now, Tom, I love Raph Grissetti, but I think that this just might dethrone the best exclusive that you've ever done, and I just got a chance to see the foil one in person. It's crazy, y'all. Link in the description, one per box, variants going out at random. I have two other variants that I'll announce at some point. Support the show. Get yourself some invincible goodness and at the list at number two tales to astonish 45 debuting in 1963 the second appearance of the wasp an original avenger getting some love on the list we have ant-man and wasp quantum mania coming out kang's here and we have some more record-breaking sales starting with a 4.5 which sold for 175 dollars back in 2021 the comic boom but in 2022 we're breaking records 14 percent increase selling for 200 bucks this is just like an undervalued underappreciated key it's a good reminder that although there's a lot of great books to purchase and a lot of great modern books to spec on you can get a book from 1963 a 7-0 that prior sold in 2016 for 267 dollars an increase of 22 percent selling this past week for 325 for as you said an original avengers second appearance that's right we're talking about double digit thousands in these other books and here we have 325 dollars for a 7-0 but look at the 8-0 selling for 504 dollars back in february up 19 percent still affordable at 600 bucks and yo an 8-0 from 1963 is a damn nice looking book it's 
It's very different holding a Silver Age Edo and a modern Edo. That's all I'm saying. Hit that like, slap the subscribe button. We're here every single week for the comic community. Let me know what you think about this list in the comment section below. And I want you to win this giveaway behind me. And at the list at number one, this book won't come off it, but the 9.8s are still selling very competitively, affordably. We have Sandman number one. Neil Gaiman goodness coming out in 1989. The first appearance of Dream, also known as Morpheus. You know the show is good when the books are still on fire after the show is over. Plus, we know season two is coming. A CGC 8.5 sold for $242, putting it 29% above its 12-month average. The 90 hit 278. That's 17% above its 12-month. 9.2 selling for 308, 30% above its 12-month average. And we have a 9.4 going for 370. That's 25% over its 12-month comic fam. The 9.4s were selling for under $300 all year. Even the 9.6 are getting in on the action, selling for $474, 23% above the $385 12-month average. So something curious is that traditionally after the success of a Netflix show, they'll announce season two within days of the first release. And that hasn't happened yet. But we do know, according to Neil Gaiman, that they're already working on season two. And he went out to say, don't worry, because if Netflix doesn't pick it up, they have another streaming service in line to take it. I think we have Sandman comfortably for years to come, which is why I'm so intrigued about the 9.8 sales still trending on average, under $1,200, we have seen a lot of sales in the last week, two weeks, trending under $1,000. they are creeping up, but not as fast as I think some members would expect. Keep an eye out on that issue one. It's a classic key, and the show is performing very well. We appreciate your time today, as always. Geek responsibly, and stay minty fresh. Enough said. You can join myself and your boy, Jim Mint. Oh, he did it live on the mic for you every single Wednesday on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot at Emerald City Comic Con this past weekend. We got together with all the homies. Big shout out to the Sensei, Comic Pops, Davis, Ryder, and Jim, thanks for flying up to join me in the Emerald City. I mean, we were close enough. We had to make it happen. We have a couple more videos to record. I'm beat, but I'm here for y'all. Make sure to follow Jim Mint. You know his link is in the description to follow his channel and have a great week.